Hello, family and friends. I'm honored today for day four with my good friend, Pastor Earl Carter, and just getting into a little bit of his testimony as he's built a foundation and really excited to hear more today, Pastor, about how you came to the Lord, and I'm just going to kick it right over to you. Amen. Back to John chapter 3, verse 6, it said, That which is born of flesh is flesh, that which is born of spirit is spirit. So we got to know what kingdom we're operating in. And I tell you what, it's good to be in the kingdom of God. Amen. To be in the family of God. The same way you were born into the natural realm, same way you're going to be born into the spiritual realm. Being birthed from life instead of being birthed from death. See, a lot of people don't know that, but with Adam and Eve, they were told not to eat at that tree. When they ate of it, they they taken themselves out of that one realm because remember, they had clothes on and they were clothed with the glory of God. When they sinned, amen, Adam said, I had to go because I was naked. God said, who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten of that tree that I forbid you not to? And they both had eaten of it. And they lost the glory of God. Mm-hmm. They lost the anointing of God. The Apostle Paul, amen, they're talking about that in Romans, where is the kingdom of light? The kingdom of light, to turn on the light for us where we can read and see what's going on. Mm-hmm. And he said that uh, with sin, amen, sin separates us from God, separates us from the things of God, isn't it? in that spiritual realm. And he said, all of us, all of us, all have sinned and come up short on the glory. They had to put some fig leaves on them, kill animals, put it on them because Mm -hmm. the glory had departed from them. Mm -hmm. And they needed covering. And so they were covered with the glory of God. So they got some answers from the spiritual world which helped them out in the in the natural world. It, verse 10, it says, Jesus answered said unto him, Are you a master of Israel? Are you a teacher? There it is again. Are you a teacher? You just can't go by what people said. They may be good people, but they can be good. They may be good, but they good and they're wrong. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't line up with the word of God, it's wrong. Yep. The Bible says, Out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word shall be established. So he said, are you a master of Israel and you know it not these things? And I went to a church where all I had to do was just go to church. Now I read the Bible on my own, but I told you I was in darkness. I had the Bible with beer. That's what I would do. And well, it didn't have to be a special day either. It didn't have to be a, a party night either. I mean, that was just our way of life. It's just how we done things. But he said, you're a teacher, and you don't know these things? Verily, verily, I say unto you, we speak that which we do know, and testify that which we have seen, and you receive not our witness. If I have told you earthly things, and if you believe not, how shall you believe if I tell you of heavenly things? And no man had ascended up to heaven, but he that came down from heaven, even the Son of Man which is in heaven. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up for whosoever believeth in him 
and whosoever believeth in him, verse 15, shall not perish, die lost, but have eternal life. There's that eternal life again, that seed. Eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that was at that time the only one he had. Only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have, here it is again, everlasting life. Well, God sent not his son into the world, and that's the way folks look at it. Well, if I go to church, the church will fall down on me. That's all right. We believe in prosperity. We'll build another one. Hallelujah. Amen. God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world. He's not condemning you. He's, he's loving on you. He wants to give you some help. He's concerned about you. He, he wants you. And that which is on the inside of you is crying out. Crying out for a move of the Spirit. That that's on the inside of you wants to know God. It's because you're entering into the law of the Spirit of life. And the Spirit of life wants to bring you life and give you life and give you eternal life. Well, here it is. I'm a young boy. I would do most of the things that just about anybody else would do. And then afterward, a little bit more than others would do. And so I would drink and smoke dope as a way of life. Went to school, amen. The school I went to was predominantly a white school, amen. Very few blacks there. I think it was only during my graduating class, amen. Don't think it was over 10 that graduated. So I'm in this environment, amen, of partying and drinking and carousing. That way I ran into a lot of Caucasian whites. I ran into them quite a bit and run around with them. And so next thing you know, they smoking cigarettes. So I wanted to do everything that was considered cool. That's what I wanted to be doing was cool. And so uh, I remember, amen, the drinking and the smoking of dope. Still every now and then I still got my Bible in, although I wasn't born again as of yet. Jesus said, you must be born again. So if you must be born again, amen, you must come here lost or not ready. That's the reason you need to be born again so that you can get out of being lost. Mm -hmm. And so I was drinking and I listened to my music and I had a wife friends always did love music. And so it would shock him when I would call out different musical bands and singers and stuff. And so we had a thing uh, about the different people that put out the songs. And one of his was the Electric Light Orchestra. <laughs> and he really liked them. And then another one like Bachman Turner Overdrive and REO Speedwagon and Ted Nugent. And I tell the black guys, you think I made that up? I didn't make that up because they didn't know nothing about that. So I knew both sides of that, amen. And then when I would go to hang out at different times, some of the white guys would hang out with me and I would hang out with them. Didn't ask for it. That's just the way it happened. And God all the time was setting me up just like the devil set it up for that chandelier to fall on my head. Yeah. God was setting it up that you're going to be born again. You're going to preach my gospel. And you're going to know how to deal with black people and white people. So God began to open up that door for me. Yes. And, and I just had a love for the whites. Not only a love for the whites, but love for the blacks. Why? Because God so loved the world. Come on. There's some that's black that hates white. There's some whites that hate black. And by the way, I am black. Amen. Amen. But 
we can take care of all these things if we would do things God's way. Come on. And God's way says that you must love. God so loved. That's what got the plan here yeah. at first. Like yeah. God so loved. He didn't. He wasn't concerned whether you were black or white. Come on. God so loved. Yeah. God so loved the world. He so loved the world, not just the Middle East, not just black territory, the African way, not just that, not the Muslim way. He, God so loved the world, yeah. the United States, the kingdom. God so loved the world that he gave up his only begotten son. When you begin to love, you give up some things that's dear to you. And you do it for the sake of Christ, or you do it for the sake of your marriage, or you do it for the sake of your children. You let go of some things so that God can be God in your life. Well, throughout this, I would drink, and I remember one time I was at the pool hall, and I was drinking. Had quite a dose in me then. And while I was there playing pool, one of my friends came in, another, and we would all gather together at the pool room and talk and have fun and drink and do dope. And mind you me, amen, I was only 19 years of age. While I was in the pool hall, the next thing you know, I'm crying. And they're looking at me like, what's wrong with him? And then I just started boohoo and crying. And one guy said, my best friend said, man, what's wrong with you? I said, oh, ain't nothing wrong with me. I'm being a tough guy now. Ain't nothing wrong with me. What's wrong with you? He said, well, you crying. I ain't crying, fool. What would I be crying about? The next thing you know, I was just crying, just weeping. Got myself together and started up again. After the third time, I was just weeping, hollering. Oh, Lord. I want to be saved. Oh, Jesus. I said, man, boy, somebody put some stuff in my drink tonight. Somebody to mix, mix my weed up because I don't know nothing about Jesus, but I was telling the folks that they went in the pool hall, let me tell you about Jesus. Wasn't long after that that I gave my heart to Jesus. He came up on me. It was him that was drawing me. I said, from this moment on, no more drugs, no more alcohol. No more running the streets. Lord, I'm committing my life to you. Praise God. I'm dedicating my life to you. I want you, Lord. I see that you love me. There's somebody that loves me. There's somebody that cares about me. There's somebody that wants me. Why would he want me? Of all the people that he could do this to, see, like that chandelier falling. Of all the people he could do this to, he's doing it to me. Out of all the people that was in the pool hall, he's drawing me, and I thank God for it. Yes. So the same way the devil wanted to kill me, God wanted to make me alive. Yes. And get me over into that kingdom of his dear son. Get him over in that, get me over in that kingdom, amen, where it's the law of the spirit of life, and it's in Christ Jesus. I had asthma, almost died from an acute asthma attack in 1974. But God stepped in there and delivered me. Yes. Had an incurable skin disease. The dermatologist said it was the worst that they had ever seen. Never seen anything like it. Every three months I had to go in the hospital from the worst case of eczema they said they had ever witnessed. I used to have to go to the hospital every three months when I got over in the kingdom. God completely delivered me. Praise God. Now, 
from 19 years of age on up till about 1995. Praise God. Things begin to change. No more disease. No more sickness. It's the law of the spirit of life. Is in Christ Jesus, Brother Greg. Amen. Pastor Carter, wow, that was powerful. We'll pick up there tomorrow. And I just speak blessing over our listeners that any of those of that have blinders on their eyes, that the glorious light of the gospel is shining through to you. And we'd love to pray with you and help you. You can contact Pastor Carter at arenaoffaithchurch.net. You can contact our ministry at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary. Yes.